0: Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you on this hump day, July 19th, 2023. We've got all of your Bachelor news in one place, plus everything else going on in the entertainment world. We're going to get to all these stories right now on Bachelor Rush Hour. (laughs) we got some Tiger Woods, Jason Aldean, country music, Miranda Lambert's back in the news, plus lots of people commenting on what the hell is going on out there with the Golden Bachelor. We have the Golden Bachelors interview. His name's Gary, 71 years young, I believe from Indiana, and we've got his first interview on Bachelor Happy Hour podcast. I play some of my favorite clips of that interview. You're going to find him endearing. You're going to really like this bachelor. They... Seems to. This seems to really hit the nail on the head here with this guy, so we're going to like everything he has to say. We'll get to that on the second half of today's podcast, Uh, but also congratulations to Pilot Pete. Peter Weber appears to have done his first stand-up comedy show. I have to tell you, I did brunch with Peter just about a month ago, and he did not mention to me he was going to be trying stand-up. Maybe if you saw me and he goes, you know, if Dave can do it, I can do it. He said, first comedy show tonight. Do I have any idea what I'm doing? Absolutely not. But um, that's okay, because we're going to have some fun, is what he said. Well, no, uh, no posting of any of the clips so far from his show, so we don't know if that means he did well or not. My guess my guess is you got some love out there, as you do when you're new to stand-up, but it's a long road, Pete. Maybe you want to stick to flying. I don't know. Do it. Do both. Maybe you could fly yourself to your stand-up gigs. Fly me, why don't you? And in other news, Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend drops a $30 million lawsuit. Oh, tough. Pray for Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend. He's no longer being sued for allegedly cooking up a scheme to toss his ex-girlfriend out of his home after they broke up. His ex, Erica Herman, dropped the $30 million lawsuit she filed against his trust according to new court documents obtained by the New York Post. Erica's decision to drop the suit comes on the heels of a related legal win for Tiger. As we reported in May, a judge ordered the case to arbitration, which is what Woods wanted. Uh, Tiger's ex originally filed suit against his trust back in March, alleging he wrongly kicked her out of the Florida mansion they lived in together. Oh boy, you know, when when it's time to kick out your ex-girlfriend from the mansion, you know there's going to be a legal system involved. Not an issue I've had to deal with with any. Hey, please, will you please escort yourself out of the mansion? They're like, this is a studio apartment. You have a futon on the ground. Okay, yeah, I'll gladly walk out. And speaking of walking out, Jason Aldean is in the news. Lots of fans are walking out on him due to his uh, uh, recent lyrics in a new song. Jason Aldean's got a controversial song climbing the charts as outrage over the song and music video continues. His new song has been hit with loads of controversy and I know, guys, I gotta a three-star review the other day because I make things political, but hey, this is just the world we live in. He's got a song, and it's he's been called out. The song's called Try That in a Small Town, and it's been called out for being threatening towards people with anti-police and anti-American beliefs. The song was released in May, but it's been climbing the charts on multiple platforms and the music video actually is pretty, I mean, look, hey, it's a little problematic, okay? So let's go through this. He's actually been called out by other country musicians, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, He's been called out for his track and the music video, which was filmed in front of the Tennessee Courthouse where an 18-year-old black man was lynched almost 100 years ago. Now, I'm not too familiar with the history of how many different courthouses had lynchings, but it's a horrible story, and at the very least, a horrible coincidence, if not something more sinister that that's where he filmed his music video. He claimed no ill intention behind the lyrics, telling his fans it had nothing to do with the race. But if you listen to the lyrics, the whole thing is basically like, try the, the tagline's, try that in a small town. And it's like, try to uh, loot a building in a small t- It's all about like, if, you, if you're in a small town, basically, it's if you're in a small town, you'll probably get shot for doing the things you're doing in a city. That's kind of what the lyrics are. Uh, they're open for interpretation, I suppose. Let me know what you guys think. And look, I love country music. Uh, Jason Aldean's new song is Lame, says Sheryl Crow. She says, you're promoting violence. She's coming after Jason Aldean, saying his heavily criticized new song spews nothing but violence, echoing what many online have been up in arms about. The All I Want to Do singer didn't hold back on Twitter Wednesday morning after Jason's single Try That in a Small Town, which talks about bringing anti-police and anti-American views to a small community, saying, see how far you make it down the road. Uh, Cheryl, who says she is from a small town, thinks people in places like that are also tired of the rise in violence in the country, calling the song lame. Yeah, so what Jason Alden doesn't seem to remember here is that most mass shootings occur in small towns. Now it might be hard for some when they listen to a podcast called Bachelor Rush Hour to understand how we're going to tie this all back to The Bachelor. Well, it's pop culture. it's it's the news in the world that we live in and some people want to come to you know a Bachelor podcast for content that's just related to the show and I just have to remind people this ain't it and that's okay too. And guess what? We were featured today in the Washington Post. I'm going to read that article, or at least the part we were featured in, right after I say a little word about our sponsor. That's right. Today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is sponsored by microdose gummies. Eat one of these in a small town (laughs) or a large town. Do whatever the hell you want. Incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Microdosing can help curb anxiety and keeps the creative mind feeling relaxed all day long. And you know me. After a long, hard day of work, my neck hurts, I'm ready to watch... The final season is succession. I like to pop a little microdose and melt into my pillow. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code Hour to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com, code Hour. And I have to say, one of the biggest upsides of microdose.com, of the gummies, is they're actually really good. They're actually pretty good gummies if you like a good little gummy today in the evening. Okay, so your boy uh, two weeks ago was featured in Time Magazine. We were featured as one of the main, I guess, hit podcasts of The Bachelor world, and it's all because of you guys. So thank you so much for all your positive reviews, sharing with your friends, and all that jazz. Well, today we find out we're actually featured in The Washington Post. i tell you what, we're not paying for these features, but if we were paying a PR company to get us press, what they call impressions, if you will, you just couldn't buy this. This is amazing. So the article is called ABC's Golden Bachelor Gives Senior Dating a rare moment in the spotlight and they asked me for a couple quotes I gave it to them I said hey you know please link to my podcast if you're going to mention me and sure enough they did Uh, the question was will fans tune into the new show Dave Neal host of the daily podcast Bachelor Rush Hour said he is very excited for the new iteration and will absolutely be watching noting that the show's formula has gotten stale after more than a decade clearly contestants in their 50s 60s and 70s will have way more of a backstory to share than those in their early 20s there is very little representation Presentation of senior love in Hollywood, and I think it will feel super heartwarming if done right. He added that younger viewers will have a lot to learn, too, about old-fashioned charm. So the Golden Bachelor was just announced, and we're going to have at the end of today's episode the interview that the Golden Bachelor, Gary, did with grocery store Joe and Serena, the new hosts of Bachelor Happy Hour. We'll have some of that content coming to you shortly, uh, but first, I have an update on the Miranda Lambert story. Now, look, I... Give you guys my opinions on the different news in the entertainment world. Sometimes you agree with it. Sometimes you don't. But I have to tell you, I got a couple DMs from people saying they were disappointed in me for my opinion that Miranda Lambert did no wrong when she stopped her performance to say, hey, these girls over here are too busy taking selfies. Why don't we just enjoy the show? And... Actually, when you look at it, more TikTok videos have come out that showed the people that were taking the photos, had taken photos, you know, like a bunch, they had taken a bunch of different photos. And then somebody who, who and I, I don't mind you guys sending me DMs about all this, but I find it funny uh, that there is different ways to look at it. As a performer, it's super distracting if the audience isn't paying attention to what you're doing. You know, they paid to come there. Are you going to watch or not? Uh, but uh, a lot of people have said, well, they paid good money for these seats. So they're entitled to do what they want. And it's like, well, the, how, you know, how dis- disrupting is that for the rest of the audience? Say there's 2,000 people in the audience and there's 12 people that are too busy spending five minutes taking photos with a flash going on. The 1,988 other people there are not getting the same experience because of the ones that are annoying it for them. So some people agree with me on this and some people don't which is perfectly fine. It's just a little annoying when I get DMs from people saying, Dave, I'm disappointed in your take. Just disagree. Just move on. If you don't like my take, that's fine too. You know what I mean? But as a performer, and then someone told me this, and again, I, respectfully, I do appreciate the comments, uh, but some one of our friends of the community said, "Hey, Dave, um, I feel like you wouldn't be as rude as Miranda Lambert was when she scolded those fans to which I reply, I would have been way more mean. Come to a stand-up show and take a photo or talk to your friends during the show. You're going to get roasted. You're going to be told to shut the hell up. You're going to get kicked out of the room. That's, That's the transaction that should occur. People are so entitled. I paid to be here. You paid to be at a Miranda Lambert concert because Miranda Lambert has honed her craft to a point where there's a market demand where people are paying to see her. No one's paying to see you take a photo in front of her. And then some people will defend them and say, well, they were in the VIP seats. They paid more money. They weren't in anybody else's way. And it kind of misses the point, which is. Just put the phone down and enjoy the show. I can't believe that more people don't agree with me on this take here. Uh, but, you know, we already played in the last two days what Miranda said. You can go back and listen to it. But I stand by what I said. And now let's go to former stand-up comedian and host of The View, Whoopi Goldberg, and what she has to say about this controversy.
1: i tell you what happened with Miranda Lambert. <laughs> she stopped her Las Vegas concert mid-song on Sunday when she saw something in the crowd that she did not like
2: clip i'm gonna stop right here for a sec danny i'm sorry these girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song it's pissing me off a little bit
0: and by the way as i as i said it wasn't a selfie it was a full photo shoot with flash photography And I just got a comment from somebody on my Apple Watch as I read it to you. From what I understand, everyone else around those girls were so happy that Miranda said something. Because I guess it had been going on for most of the show to that point. If you want one photo, fine. Go for it. But don't be distracting. Um, people online are split about this. And we're going to share what Whoopi has to say right after a quick word from our sponsor.
1: They paid money for the tickets, they came to see her. Okay. So if she's singing, at least a little respect, so that knowledge, you can see her, she can see you too. Well, the fact that they're right up front, it's I don't like. Little, I think, we yeah. Could,
3: yeah, we have a picture of where they were, I think, because it looks almost like they had, like... VIP, kind of. yeah. I like mean, you know, literally, she different. can see
1: what you're doing, and she can see that you're ignorant. It's like it's like being a lounge singer. You know, you go into a bar, somebody's at the piano, and nobody's listening. Yeah, you know, that's what it's like. Or for you her, give a I'm speech. just saying, stay home. Just, just if you're going to spend seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to come, seven hundred fifty dollars yeah. to come to my concert. Then give me the respect yes. of watching me while I'm doing my thing. Or well, I mean, don't come. Maybe I want to play it again. Well, it doesn't mean you can't What does can't that mean? Maybe I, wanna, well, I want the, the f- picture and I want the music in the background. Well, and well I'm is the they're taking pictures I'll of it. themselves.
0: Now we, have, so, <laughs> now we have, you can't see this, but Whoopi Goldberg is now walking off set.
1: On the television, girl. Where are you going? Where are you going? I'm leaving, y'all. Because <laughs> 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 I, I want to take a picture with this marvelous woman who is 91.
0: So then, Whoopi goes into the audience and takes a picture disrupting the show, proving her point that these photos are disrupting. Look, not everyone's going to agree with this, but I just think we have gotten into a place with society that we're perfectly fine with everybody just videotaping the concert on their phones. Like, who's going to watch that again? All the comments are people going, Oh, but I, what if I want to show photos that I took? It, that wasn't it, folks. They were doing multiple flash photography, which, again, is super dis- disruptive. And anyway, I don't change my point. I've heard you yours, but very interesting that now celebrities are talking about it, and it's like leading, and it's like, well, some people might say, well, now Miranda's going to lose some fans. Good. Maybe she'll gain some fans, too. And speaking of gaining some fans, uh, Rachel Kirkconnell, what a weird transition. Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt James, I made a YouTube video about them today. They actually commented on their breakup rumors saying, like, man, they can't even you know post a photo for seven days without people thinking they broke up, and of course, completely squashed all of those rumors. They have have a new, oh, you can you believe this? They've got a new um, ice cream sponsor, Baskin Robbins. How amazing of a life do they live where they're getting paid to eat Baskin Robbins? I got that full story on my YouTube channel. You can go check that out. Plus, also, another TikToker has called out Brayden. Uh, she said, I dated him over the holidays, and next thing I know, he's on The Bachelorette. And it's like, lady, you broke up. A few months later he went on the show. What are we doing? This clout chasing world we live in has gotten out of control. Well, what we need more now what we need now more than ever is some old school charm. And how about this? How about we listen to The Golden Bachelor, Gary talk about finding the love of his life, his wife In 1967, when Vietnam was going on, 50-plus years ago, he found the love of his life. She passed away in 2017, and now he's going to be looking for love on The Golden Bachelor. Here are a few clips from his conversation with Grocery Store Joe and Serena on Bachelor Happy Hour. Have a listen.
4: The Golden Bachelor. Gary is here. Gary, how the hell are you?
5: Uh, I'm doing better now than I was this morning. There was a little bit of panic early on, but... Much better now. Thanks for asking. Okay, what do
4: you do when you start panicking? Do you have any breathing um, techniques?
5: Well, after I run out of peanut butter M&Ms, I, uh, I'll just pretty much go to anything. I'll
0: nervous eat. This is literally my dad. I uh, Gary, I love peanut butter M&Ms. I nervous eat. I got a whole stack of peanut butter M&Ms. I have them in one of those cereal things where you turn it and they just come in. You know what I mean? Okay. You're a
3: snacker. You're a nervous snacker.
4: Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. I'll tell you what I've I've done a decent amount of interviews on this podcast and the the prior one before, and
0: I'm I'm nervous for this one. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, this is this is a- nerves are the same feelings as excitement. So if you're ever nervous, I'm nervous for this job interview. Just frame it as I'm excited for this job interview because I'm excited for what can come next. I don't. Know. Big. This is a big it's thing. new
3: territory. You know, we've had. Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, but you are the first ever Golden Bachelor ever to exist and for us to interview. So this is super exciting for us as well.
0: Well, well, thanks for that. That's pretty sweet of you. So um, yeah I'm excited for it as well this is uh all right so we're gonna fast forward a little bit and I, we just love Gary I love his accent well oh, I'm very excited thank you so much for having me I don't even know what the show is but we're excited to find love so um, like I said we have seven different moments we're gonna share you can go check out the full thing it's not terribly long uh, it's about half an hour long but let's go to the five minute mark here and yeah Gary I mean it's like look uh, I want to know the behind the scenes who set up the camera for you I don't mean to infantilize Gary here because he's in his early 70s but the dude grew up before the internet existed He has lived a little we okay. we didn't you know we didn't uh start hanging out or dating until he's talking about him and his uh his late wife but yeah
5: it goes back to 1969 1967 uh, a long time ago
0: yeah
4: so you don't have much experience
5: in dating do you Um, I have very little experience in dating. And, and, you know, it's not something you can do on the run. Um, You need a little bit of a primer with it. Um, And it's been, you know, a tough process for me. I got to admit. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, So is that what led you to decide to be the golden bachelor? You're like, this is a little too tough. So let's just do all 30 women at once. And then we'll just fast track the process to finding a wife. And
4: we'll do it on TV,
0: too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense, doesn't it? So, yeah, he hasn't dated since protest erupted in 1967, 50 years ago, because of the Vietnam War. How wild is that, folks, to put that into uh, sort of context there? Absolutely. And I say grandfather, but actually my father would have been older than Gary here. I guess that means I'm getting old. But either way, you know, ages eight, look, I've heard this said about people that are aging. Like, you know, when when you're physically aging, you're just showing signs of life. You've lived. You've experienced things. And sadly, with the algorithm and the internet, it's such a young person's game that we don't properly um, value uh, our elders in the way that maybe we have in the past when it was important to sit around the fire and hear the wisdom from the older generation and things like that. I would love if there was an app or maybe a sort of course, and maybe it does exist, that can help older the older generation sort of on board because like there's nothing better than finding an old person on tiktok you know what i mean it's just like come on gary get out there
5: you know so that was the slippery slopes so, first you, step. so, so you got <laughs> produced
0: <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs>
3: well, it's, you it's a once in a lifetime incredibly unique opportunity so if you're an experiential person it's understandable that you're like okay you know i'm kind of over this but at the same time like tell me more <laughs>
0: Oh, so he was going to do the bachelor. I'm going to just sum up what they were talking about. He was going to do the golden bachelor in 2020. Then the world shut down due to that old uh, pandemic. And uh, after that, they asked him recently, like in March or in the spring, Hey, do you want to do this? And he said, no. And then they were like, come on. He's like, all right, let's do it. That's exactly what it was. Um, And, and then, you know, I
5: recall hanging the phone up. I mean, I remember exactly in the house where I was and, and so forth. And I hang the phone up and I go, what did I just do? And then with literally with every passing moment, I got more and more excited about the possibility. And then, of course, as things happened, uh, you know, phone calls and interviews and Zoom calls and everything. I mean, it it's just really it's ramped up day by day by day.
3: Oh yeah, because you're investing more and more time into it, and it starts to become more and more real. And you're- so, what's interesting is actually, it
0: seems like he hasn't filmed any of the episodes yet. And you would think that they might hold off on doing the interviews till they've got all of the things in post production. Like you know, if something terribly goes wrong, or you quit the show, or you get sick, and you know, so many different things could happen. Um, but maybe it's that the show realized how much positive PR they're getting. It's almost like an odd aud- the audience has been begging for non twenty four year olds Now, look, hey, we all like to see a couple 24-year-olds sit in a hot tub and be sexy and ripped bodies and this and that, but I'm telling you folks, I'm telling you, if the show tells this story right, we're going to get a golden bachelor every year no doubt this is going to be a reality if they tell the story right it's going to be you know kind of like one of those shows you know you know those shows you watch where uh, it's like a, america's you know be, uh, home makeover move that bus and you're like oh they put a slide in for the kid you know all that stuff i mean absolutely
5: their physical attributes um are they pushing themselves are they refusing to give up
4: if um your wife's looking down on you now what do you think she would say
5: I think she would be very pleased. Um, I have a picture of her in my walk-in closet. So every night I'm in there and I see her picture. It's the only one now that I have in the house. And in the mornings I I see her picture and, you know, we talk, you know, I'll make a brief comment
0: or. I'm actually surprised he doesn't have any other photos of his late wife in the house. Maybe it was too painful. I don't know, but I'm I'm actually surprised.
5: You know, sometimes that talk is silent, but. Here lately in the last couple of months, you know, my question for her is always, so what do you think of this? Am I doing the right thing? And I I, I really have strong positive feelings about it. I think she would be very happy. Um, I think she's probably seen me fail at a number of attempted relationships and dating.
0: And I really think she would be a pr- approve of this i mean doesn't does it not feel like we are in the middle of a nicholas sparks novel or something i mean i struggle to not get emotional thinking of how fleeting time is how fast time goes by and a man who found his lover he found his soulmate in 1967 she passes away six months after she retires just six years ago and now he's got plenty of life left to live and he's looking for a co-pilot there. How beautiful. All right, I have three more clips for you guys. Thanks for hanging in here. Um, but boy, the comment sections are just loving
4: Gary here. Let's go daughters then. How about your daughters and grandkids? What are they saying?
5: Oh, they are over the top supportive of this. Yeah. Um, the uh, the experience of having them in, in uh, Los Angeles with me a couple of weeks ago. When I was doing the promotions and and so forth, I mean, we'd laugh and we'd cry. And it was just an amazing, amazing experience. And today, uh, you know, I have two daughters, one is our granddaughters, one is 21, one is 16, and they're very adept at finding uh, comments and the things online. And so they're firing me stuff nonstop about the <laughs> things that are being said.
0: Can, can you imagine that? I can just ima- I can just imagine his like teen granddaughter being like, Grandpa Gary, you're famous now, and he's just like living his life playing pickleball. He's like, I got to go do a podcast. They're like, You're doing podcasts now, Grandpa Gary is the coolest. Uh, all right, two more clips. I
5: think an ideal date is is focused heavily on conversation. Because I'm kind of thinking we're talking an early date, a first date, something like yeah. that, where, you know, we can talk about priorities. Uh, we can talk about whether or not the person is interested in being married. Uh, you know, there's many women of my age that that look at marriage and say, you know, it's kind of a complication. Um, do we need to be married to be committed to each other? And it's an interesting thought. Um, I
0: would want that. Date. And by the way, the bachelor's like the bachelor producers like Gary, you're getting married. I don't care what you say. You're getting married. Neil Lane's already bought the ring I'm breaking my nose here
5: at home <laughs> that I am anything about the show. It, it doesn't make me nervous. It makes me excited. I feel energized. Um, I can't wait, of course, but, but I, I'm not feeling too nervous about it.
0: And I tell you what, we are super excited to hear from gary and watch his journey to find love i'll give you a quick preview of what i'm working on for tomorrow i've got a hannah brown story coming out tomorrow here's hannah brown discussing the fact that she forgets jed exists i'm gonna have this full story tomorrow quick sneak peek for you
2: work that a 24 year me at 24 as a bachelorette did not do i mean which i can't even imagine now, I remember people like being upset that I was so young as bachelor, and I'm like, I know what I want. Because <laughs> all my friends were married. Like yeah. legit, all my friends. I had seven of my good friends. How many of them are still married? Got married right after college. Yeah. And I was in a serious relationship yeah. and I thought that was going to be for me. Right. So I'm like, what do these people know? They don't know me. And now I'm like. <laughs> hey, like 24 is pretty young 24 is pretty young to be dating on a television show <laughs> to in get front married of, yeah. yeah yeah it's like different than just dating in your hometown and maybe being ready it's such a weird experiment almost yeah. I forget about Jed all the time have you ran into Jed in Nashville now that you live here No, but one of my best friends was his flight attendant the other day. Stop. And it was so funny because she sent me, oh my gosh, guess who's on my flight? And I was just like...
0: All right, you can't make this up. So we'll have the full story of Hannah Brown and how her best friend ran into Jed and more of what's going on. She released her new podcast. I'll give you my honest take on Hannah Brown's new podcast, but it sounds pretty good so far. This was a clip from her promoting her podcast while on Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine. And again, more content coming to you then. I've got two of those, two of the three videos I made today. Today on YouTube are not featured here. So you can go to YouTube to check those out. Also, my Driving with Dave series uh, continues. I've got Courtney Robertson uh, coming on this weekend. But go check out all of my past conversations on YouTube if you haven't already. They're a ton of fun. We just posted our first Driving with Dave interview in the Tesla. So many positives to talk about. We got the Tesla. We're getting featured in all these different magazines. It's all because of you guys. It's all because of your support. So thank you all so much for supporting, sharing, rating, reviewing. I really appreciate you. Um, Don't take any selfies during my uh, stand-up performance, but you can catch me in Seattle August 24th. I'll be there for a one-night-only show. We're going to have a ton of Bachelor audience and a ton of fun meet-and-greet afterwards. Again, that's August 24th in Seattle, August 17th. I'll be in Orange County, California. That's Huntington Beach, August 17th, if you want to check out that show. I'll have tickets for that soon, but the Seattle show tickets are available. Link in the comment section or link in the description below, linktree.com slash Dave Neal to go check that out. All right. We'll be back tomorrow tomorrow with more content. As always, I've been Dave Neal and this was Bachelor Rush Hour.